0: Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Remple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, have you been playing favorites this week? I do. I play favorites with my only daughter all the time. I pick her so above other best. children on the playground. I think she's smarter. I think she's sweeter. And everybody else is just a bully out to get her. There you go. So, <laughs> and that comes from the clear, objective
1: eyes of a mother. Her mother, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's also obvious. Oh, that's funny. Because that's what how it is at work. The person um, playing favorites, it's obvious. And it's not playing favorites at all. It's clear. That it's the best person for the job. It's the best technology, whatever. But in practice, their reasons for loving whoever, whatever, um, don't really hold up. They don't actually turn out to be the best alternative. They just... So, we're calling it the favorite alternative.
0: That's right. And this is particularly comes um, kind of close to home for us because we actually worked with a system that didn't fit the needs of the program we were trying to run. So, we had to use a computer system that really didn't do anything that we needed, that we it, to do. needed it to do. Hence, our topic this week when we play favorites with technology.
1: And it's an area where people are deeply passionate, deeply passionate about the wonderful attributes of yes their favorite operating system their favorite computer their favorite software software you you know you pick the tool you pick the phone you pick the tablet and you know there's just nothing to be discussed (laughs) because there's what they like is the best Well, so we want to do the same thing this week with technology that we did last week with playing favorites with people and acknowledge that there are times when the best choice available is also our favorite. The thing that we love actually does have more advantages and benefits than costs and distractions, but there are other times when it doesn't, and that's hard to tell the difference. And so what we want to do is we want to start telling the difference ourselves and catch ourselves when we are playing favorites and um, have ways to pay attention to that so that we do keep making the best choice for technology and not merely holding on to an ideal.
0: Well, and this is, strikes me as one where um, the person in charge may be holding on to a lot of control. And so this sort of allows us maybe an operating system in which we're the only one who truly can make changes to it or an operating system where they're the only ones who can generate a report from it or the only one who mm. can, you know, do something or who is really trained in it. Other people, we just kind of give them the information as needed. So it sort of gives us a sense of power okay. and control. We, we, In fact, it may not be serving the purpose of what we want this program to do. Exactly.
1: So we might have something at stake. Another great example is... Um, the favoritism in terms of having to have what's cool. So then there's the cool factor. So you know me, i am actually a, always been an Apple person. I've never understood why, how people could run a company and have people not sit down and be able to do their work. But they'd have to sit down and learn how to use a computer. It just seemed like a waste to me. So now I consider that a legitimate criteria for making a choice for a user-friendly system. But there are those fans who also want it because it's cool and does certain things. Well, they cost more. They cost a lot more. I'm the first to admit that's rather painful. <laughs> what a premium they get other computers. So the to choose that for getting certain things being you know more neato or slicker or rather than getting actual payoff out of it might be more where I would have to check myself on a form of favoritism based on the attraction of the cool. I have to have it because... That's not really. And I'm willing to pay, you know, four times as much because of that.
0: Well, cost does seem to be a big factor here because usually with technology, you're talking about something upfront that is a large mm-hmm. amount of money. Um, and it may be that something's our favorite because it's cheap. And there's, yes, exactly. So there's the other side of it. But it may not be working.
1: So you get something that's cheap, it doesn't really do what it needs to do. So you're falling in love with one criteria, keeping your investment to a, your cash investment let us point out your cash outflow benefit of it being cheap to get that you end up spending a lot more down the road and having to train people and having to make adjustments and having to do workarounds. And you know, no one does anyone really pay attention to the total cost would be a way to think about that of whether you're really saving money going with what's cheapest.
0: Well, and sometimes, you know, you can't always work that out. By yourself, sometimes you need your employees Mm -hmm. to let you know this isn't working for us. Exactly, and when
1: you're playing favorites, when you have your, um, you know, the rationale that you obsess on, that's hard for them to share because you don't receive it very well. The other most common way people play favorites is with um, what's common or ubiquitous out there. So you know, everyone uses used an old one, um, Windows operating system. So we have to. Everyone's using Word, so we have to, because it's compatible. Um, everyone's using, you know, you just pick your next thing that's most common, Facebook, you know, Google for this or that. So we have to. You know, And you, you mandate things that don't really need to be mandated, but just you feel they should. And the rationale is isn't really based in fact. It's based on, you know, this feeling that We have to do what everyone else is doing or we'll be left out or left behind or miss out or whatever. There's some thinking there and then there's some not. So again, we're looking for ways to take a step back and come up with rationale that fits, criteria for making the decision that fits. And when something's no longer serving its purpose you know it doesn't care how it doesn't matter how much you've invested into it how many millions of dollars you've invested into a certain trajectory in technology if the world's changed or if it's not serving anyone's needs anymore to stay wed to that because it would cost more to switch than to just upgrade within what isn't working is you know is not correct thinking that's fallacious thinking it's you know the irrationality of this form of favoritism you're playing in that case not able to get your thinking outside of, we've got so much invested already in this one line. So does that make sense? How these different lines of thinking get us trapped into something narrow that ends up being our favorite. We're calling our favorite. People probably might feel like it's a slave driver too, but and, and can't break out of it and choose something else.
0: Well, and as we've been trying to figure figure uh, point out is know what you're giving up, know what, what consequences you're kind of bringing on by, by embracing one thing. And with technology, that knowledge
1: is so easy to get. It's so accessible. It is amazingly easy, as you've already pointed out, and it's just go out and talk to the people you work with. Go out and talk to the people actually using the technology. Because unless you're in a technology company, you're using technology as a tool to accomplish something else altogether. You're tracking something you're processing something, and what your company really does is completely unrelated to the technology. So you go out and you talk to the people using the tool, and is this tool helping, hindering, what does it bring, what doesn't it bring that helps us do what we're trying to do here? They know. They're working on it every day. That knowledge is not something that needs to be thought about in isolation in boardrooms and by people in charge. You know, it should be. It could be discussed with the users and you would get a wealth of information that would take your favorite, the problem of the choice being your favorite, out of the favorite problem and into the best solution. You could either stick with what you've chosen or you would then have what you need to choose something different. You know, it would be a tremendous loss experience. It would feel, I don't know, I can't even tell you what depths of awful feelings it would be if I ever had to sit down at a Windows machine because I've been able to avoid it for almost 30 years of work now (laughs) since, you know, the advent of the personal computer. But, uh, you know, if I ever did, you know, what rationale, what criteria would it be that would, you know, say, this is the better tool in this case and in this place. Right now I can't see it because I do have my rationale for why I prefer Um, um, the Mac. But, you know, there's rationale that goes the other way, too. So can you weigh it in context, not from a distance, not from the branding, not from the principle of what you should do, but for the concrete, specific tasks people are trying to accomplish? Get real, get down dirty, get gritty. What are you guys trying to do? What technology will serve that the best?
0: Well, next week we'll be talking about favorite policies and procedures, which just kind of goes along with our technology side, things that we hold on to in the workplace, and policies and procedures may keep keep us from making true progress in certain areas.
1: Ah, yes. That will be a good one.
0: We're on the web at BoldEnterprises.com, and we always welcome your comments, suggestions, questions, and stories. We'll see you next time.
1: This podcast
0: is a Bold Enterprises production.